Good evening, and welcome back to The Front Porch. My name is Dennis Rogers, and I'm joined, as always, here on The Porch by Michael Daniels. How's it going, Mike? It's pretty awesome. It's almost Christmas time. I'm ready for the big man. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Considering that the big man is me, it means I got to wait for my cookies uh, and milk. I can't wait. Gotcha. Gotcha. Is that a euphemism or? Uh, no. no. No, no. Okay. I, I, I get, I get, uh, usually we put three cookies out and I always leave one with just a bite, like my teeth marks, you know, just a bite out of it. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Nice. I'll do that, and then for Easter, I would, I would uh, take flour and my, I take three fingers, my, and my two, three fingers and my thumb, mm -hmm. and like dip it into flour and make bunny tracks. I see, I see where you're going with yeah, that. Yeah, through yep. the whole house, um, like in a nice little to the Easter baskets. So the the girls like that. We have got two weekly challenge films to discuss, so let's jump right into that. All right, Netflix challenges. These are Netflix. Netflix originals. Netflix originals. Yep. Okay. What do we got? What's the lineup here? I, I one I have to make let's, up on the fail. <laughs> yeah. Let's do first films first. Uh, we'll start with the sequel to A Christmas Prince. Uh, A Christmas Prince: Colon The Royal Wedding. Colon. Colon is the right right yeah. word here. <laughs> Uh, this is a sequel to a movie that came out last year, um, starring Rose McIver, uh, that I know from iZombie, and a bunch of other people, more more or less famous for different things. Hey, the but, Borg Queen is um, on there. Yeah, that actress who was the Borg Queen. And I like to describe the original as, um, if you think of the way that the Duffer brothers who made Stranger Things love 80s kids movies. This movie, A Christmas Prince, to me feels like it must have been made by somebody who loved cheesy 90s rom-coms. Yeah. Cheesy being there. Because it's, it's so bad that it feels like it has to be intentional. It's not bad like if you just picked up a Hallmark movie with Candace Cameron or something. Like, it's... It's bad in a funny way. Yeah, I mean, I wonder. You're right. I think there's 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 no middle ground here. Either they let a tw 19, 20 year old, you know, undergrad film student make this movie, mm -hmm. or they intentionally did it by somebody who was like, yeah, let's no no no, we have to make this kind of more cornier here. We have to make this line like terrible. wait wait here's a scene and here's what a normal person would say. No no, make it make it more hallmark. Yes yeah. Even no, make it even more hallmark than that. Yes. So it was it was yeah. one of those two, you know. Either really, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, I, and, I don't know which one it was. You you saw the original this year? Right? I did. You you didn't see it last year? I did. I watched it. Watched it because I thought I I thought we would all watch this one, which. Yeah. Only now because I watched the first one, are we watching the second one? But right. yeah. Uh. So, so yeah. It was. Do you want to yeah. do you want to try and do you want to try and summarize the premise of this uh this franchise the Oh the she cri sure. Chris, Christmas Prince verse I'm going to call Journalist it. comes to Aldovia I I'm going to leave the the comments out I'm just going to try the synopsis here Uh princess <laughs> our, our journalist goes to and meets a prince who they haphazardly fall in love 
Um, and then he proposes to marry her. Um, she doesn't quite fit in and her family doesn't quite fit in. And they all have high expectations of what they want the queen to be. Uh, and she wants to live her own life and be her own person. So she, at the last minute, finds out that there's also some bad things happening in the country. The economy's crashing and people are being evil. So she's got to solve the crime. You put her journalistic skills to the test with her best <laughs> friends to find out what's wrong with the country. And then, you know, turn against all of her bad oppressors for her wedding and then have a beautiful, wonderful wedding that she can wear tennis shoes to. The end. Yep. Yep. Yeah. It, that I mean... Okay, now I can talk about it. Uh, <laughs> ugh. I mean, I ugh. I appreciated I appreciated how like blatant the parallels were between this story and the actual royal wedding that just happened. Yeah. Um with uh, uh Meghan Markle. Yeah. Like a lot of the style like the style of his um uniform, his dress uniform that he's going to wear to the red- wedding with the big epaulets and stuff is like the uniforms that uh the prince the english prince wore but just exaggerated a little bit right. it's a little more colorful right um and her dress looks like some kind of hybrid between meghan markle's dress and um uh the dress uh grace kelly wore mm-hmm. right back in the day that with like all the lace yeah. and stuff yeah. And I was like, oh, I see what they're doing here. Like, because the people, the royals of Aldovia, have British accents. Yeah, they're, 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 they're British like, is what they are. They're like, we're going to tell a story that's, it's really Britain, but we can't just tell a story about Britain because then it has to be accurate. Right. Like, let's make up a country that, you know, in 2018 is a small country that still has a palace and royals and subjects. But, you know, yeah. we'll make it, you know, it's it's basically England, but there's no parliament. Like, the royals are still in in uh, charge of the, the government. Well, they do have a prime minister, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah, they, you, don't, you get, they don't explain they, that they, too they, well. They absolutely don't explain anything. Just, they just throw around words like prime minister and, and, and you know, what is it, a, a protocol droid or <laughs> protocol minister or something. <laughs> <Like> random <laughs> things that make no sense but they're just words that they google searched right yeah yeah oh my gosh um the, i think the the most difficult to to watch was the the, the protocol officer lady because she was just because it was it's so extreme i mean so extreme that that at any point no one would say like hey lady back off you know all it takes is one thing and and then when she's being a complete evil person you're like Seriously, the king is sitting right in front of you, and who talks to a king like this? And if that's the king, he's a terrible king, mm, right? right? He's a terrible king. Um, yeah, just all around, he's terrible. And and I appreciated how vague the entire thing was. It's like in the midst of this wedding drama, the king is trying to bring the country into the future, into the twenty first century. But they don't say how or why or why they're behind. They don't say how or why, <laughs> except that the people, the common people, are mad about it. Yeah. Because they're losing their jobs. And I was like, why are people what's he doing? <laughs> what is he changing about the way the country operates that is causing people to lose their jobs? Is he like you know, automating factories <laughs> or 
shipping jobs overseas to romania that's like the castle is actually in romania i mean they they don't even uh, say right none of that is explained at all no because it's because it's not really important no and then she meets like one person like one guy in a bar that's like my Mm -hmm. job's lost because whatever (laughs) and she's like this is the scoop (laughs) this is it and and of course the most groan worthy for me personally as always and for me is when they start the hacking hackathon i can hack that yep. like oh god here it goes of course there's got to be a hacker in here except that to me was like one of the most it's not accurate but it was more accurate than like all the political economic stuff oh. like all of the all the words all the technology that she was talking about it's all real stuff until it actually works and then it's just like Oh, we might as well give up. Oh, hey, it worked. <laughs> hey, it worked. And then did did you notice like, in that scene some, like sometimes all you have to do is unplug it? Or oh, whatever, did did you, you know. notice that scene like when it said like log in and they click the button and it, and it logged in? The very first screen that it woke that opens up is this company's like bad dirty laundry. It's there's <laughs> there's not even like a search anything. It's just like <laughs> here's the answers that you needed. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, that is so terrible. And I still, I still don't know what they found or what happened or anything. Just that, evidently, there was shady. And oh, well, it's spoilers. <laughs> uh, you, you're, you're supposed to think that the, uh, the, the PR lady is is the villain, but of course, the villain is is uh, as we called him, not Christopher Plummer, mm-hmm. um, the prime minister. He's he's basically just been siphoning the money from the modernization program, which we don't know what that is really. In in into his own accounts, he's basically just been uh, uh, what's that called? Um, embezzling all the money. <laughs> and then he says he says like I got my lawyers. I'm like okay, that's that's how it really going. They're like no guards, take him to the dungeon. I'm like what <laughs> is this really happening? It's a callback to earlier when they're like, I'll show you tour the dungeons. We don't really have dungeons. Oh, they do have dungeons. But Oh, my God. <laughs> he just gets so bad. And, then, and, of course, the dad is the dad is just terrible just the whole time. I mean, all the plot with the dad not, is just. Not not the same dad from the first movie. Yeah, yeah, right. They comment right. about like his He's recast. Being, he's, right. he's Darren from uh, Bewitched. Yeah, they, the, the first guy was like, yeah, I'm out of this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I also liked how they set up that like there was gonna be a story about a relationship between the dad and the cook. Yeah, and the cook kind of kind of looked like um, Elizabeth Olsen, but like ten years older. She she didn't look that old because I that's one thing I was thinking. I was like, are they setting up this guy who's like late fifties, early sixties, up with this like early thirties person, late twenties or something? Because she did not look that old. Mm, I would I think I looked it up, and they're like. They're only like ten years. Apart. Oh, okay. Well, that's not that's that's not bad. I I thought he just looked older. He's got that the, the actors anyway. Yeah, he just um, looks like he's. Older. And I was like, oh, they're gonna do this, and he does the thing, and they sort of do, but then, like, the closer you get to the movie, the more side relationships there are. Yeah. Um. It's <laughs> yeah. like there's a relationship with the the little sister and her, um, nerdy friend from the play. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Simon the, and the, the friend. Simon and the the friend. Uh, Where did that um, come from? Amber's and why? Friend. <laughs> and then like random guy for the gay friend at the end. I'm like, okay, stop with the side relationships. Like <laughs> enough. It it never ended. Like the the when when they started like getting together, Simon 
like I I I kind of liked a little bit that You're he like, was still okay, a jerk. Okay, guys, we know we know that there are like there's like 20 minutes left in this movie. It's too late for you to introduce another thing. Nope, they do. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, yeah. he comes out of nowhere as this like I think he's a good guy for no reason for whatever, and and then he's still a bad guy, and they still treat him kind of like a bad guy, but not this one girl. Oh, it's this movie. This movie has a lot. So I I want to say this about this movie is that, which will lead into the next one as well is that you know mm-hmm. some movies just aren't for me they don't have to be good or they don't have to have a reason for people to like them and the and the christmas prince uh christmas wedding may be perfect for a lot of people just because that's sure. that's what it is i i think that um my oldest daughter hope would would like like this movie when she was 13 i think this you know 13 mm-hmm. or 14 when uh, when she was the age of watching, um, oh, what's what's the, what's the girl that played Catwoman? What's her? Uh, uh, she did a uh, Halle Berry. No, The Princess Diaries. Oh, Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway did The Princess Diaries. Yeah. So while The Princess Diaries is probably better than this, it's the same kind of people that watch that that watch this, for sure, and, and enjoyed it. So and, and there was like four of those. Um, so yeah, I, I I just because I'm laughing at it or whatever, it it's it has its own charm. It's its own thing. It's totally okay. Um, uh, the only other thing I had, I forgot that I took notes while we were watching, <laughs> uh, so that I would have talking points. How, how about the wedding planner? Oh, I I don't even know what to think about that guy. Like I call I called him uh, Indian Martin Short. I could get that. Yeah, he seemed, he's if, yeah. If you if you call back to um, Father of the Bride, yep, right franchise, right with. With a little bit of like a Chris Rock feel in there, he, I don't even know what's feel of anything. I mean, when he <laughs> when he does the scene like with the 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 portrait scene, the portrait scene really that's one that started to bug me because I'm like, okay, you're going a little over the top here because no one would like, oh, let me let's take off your mother's necklace to put this horrendous thing on there, and then both of you guys stand still. Like, okay, no, this is <laughs> you, you're you're clearly making me laugh here or something. You're trying to one of the two, yeah. Uh, so it was just so bad. Okay, so that that goes in. That's that one. I'm I'm gonna give it a thumb sideways for you know not for me, but you know, it could be for you. Who knows? Um, on a on a scale of let's see, on a scale of Jim Carrey Christmas Carol yeah. to Muppets Christmas Carol, what do, what do you give it? Uh, what do I give it? I give it um, I give it a Scrooged. So it's it's just like that's a that's a good thing for a lot of people liked Scrooged. I did not mm-hmm. like Scrooged and did not think it was that funny. I don't know that I ever saw that. Yeah, with Bill Murray. It it didn't look yeah, with Bill Murray. Yeah, it's it's the same thing. It just it's got its own thing. It's not really funny, but it's supposed to be funny. So it's the right. same thing. It's like our buddy Fox says about CW's Flash, it's good for what it is. Yes. That's exactly what what this one is. Christmas princes. It's good for what it is. Uh, yeah. Well, speaking of movies that are good for what they are, <laughs> this week we watched. Uh, is it uh or the? I think it's the Christmas the, Chronicle. Is it just the, Christmas? the Christmas Chronicle? Yeah. With with Kurt Russell and a bunch of people you've never seen before, which is a uh, weird name, right? Like, I don't even know the, what the, the mom. The mom is uh, Brad Paisley's wife. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 Um so 
Did you did you hate this movie? I was getting some odd texts from you when you were watching it. Uh, so I didn't know what to expect from this based on the trailer or the Netflix preview. Um, although I should have had slightly different expectations because the preview had a very strong uh, the Christmas clause. Yes. Feel sure. Right. I was I was waiting for Tim Allen to show. Up. <laughs> And so I should have known from the outset that this was a kid's movie. Oh, like the Santa Claus. Um, yeah. It it started out very strange, not great, but not awful. I was like, oh, I see what's happening here. This is the very heavy-handed kid's kind of story, like young adult story. Yes, young adult. Young adult. That's a good one. Why? It's YA. And then it hits a moment and I think you know exactly what moment I'm talking about when the little girl um, is in the bag, goes oh. into zero gravity, yes. and shows up at uh, at not Hogwarts, yes. but it's deserted. Right. And I was like, what? what? Well, no. The moment is when you first see the elves, and you're like, what yes. the F what is happening are, to these, this show? are these elves? I was like, I was like well, what's wrong with the... Little kids with glitter on their face, elves from a Christmas clause. Like <laughs> it, 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 those were. It just went off what, the rails at that point. I was like, "Are they? Are they gremlins? Are they? They make little sounds like the Ewoks. Like, what is this? Oh, yeah. What's happening? Oh yeah. And then they start talking, and I'm like, "What? Why? Did, why are they speaking Swedish? What is this? <laughs> it it uh, it, well, that is a perfect point. Like that point right there. Not just them." But everything else about the movie also starts going off the rails there. Like, everything. Yeah. Up until that point, there was some, like, okay, it's a little fun, exciting. It's got the guy from uh, Jess in it, Winston. And, yep. you know, yep. it's this, this is okay. There's a little funny things. They Ooh, they don't see him when he, the, the reindeers take off into the thing. And they arrest Santa Claus. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. this is fun so far. And then the elves come out. And you're like, oh, my God, what is what is this show all of a sudden? And then, and then they start doing uh, jailhouse rock. And right. so I what guess is happening, um, you know, we sort of, we sort of jumped the gun on this a little bit. Uh, let me, let me try and summarize okay. this movie. Okay. So you've got a family of four and they're super into Christmas, particularly their dad mm-hmm. uh, decorates the house. They get ugly Christmas sweaters from their aunt. Very, typical christmas family mm-hmm. setup uh in the prologue the dad dies you find out later that he was a fireman and he dies saving a family from a fire and so now you have a family with a single mom and a the the older the boy is is a rebellious teenager and the the girl still believes in santa and is still you know optimistic about life yeah and they set a trap to try and catch Santa on video, um, which they surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly, because it's a movie, uh, do. And they find his sleigh. They climb into it. Uh, he catches. He sees them, but they crash. They lose the elves, Santa's magic hat, uh, the bag of toys, and the sleigh crashes. Yes. Um, Santa in this. Um, um, universe can like uh, um, not quite teleport. It's a little bit like um, 
what's it called from X-Men? Uh, Nightcrawler. Bamf. Bamf. He, not quite Bamf, but he like turns into d- to you know Christmas dust and pops in and out of chimneys and stuff. And so he, that's how he gets from house to house. He basically parks the sleigh on a block, hits all those houses, and then gets back in the sleigh. Um, Which happens pretty quickly. Like when he goes, they show that scene of him going through. Yeah. yeah, Eventually it starts moving really fast. So they have to. So, but in order for him to do that, he needs his hat ostensibly. And so they have to find the bag of toys, the reindeer and the hat. Right. They have the sleigh, but it's crashed. It's a quest. Right. They have to help Santa save Christmas. Right. And Santa is Kurt Russell. He's big. Like he's a tall, you know large man but he's not fat and so he's offended by the the coca-cola santa on the billboards and stuff mm-hmm. um they get in a car chase uh he has perfect like uh eidetic memory of all of all people and their um they like letters and their wishes from their christmas wants right um, and so, you know, there are many scenes throughout the movie where he sees someone and he's like, oh, Billy, remember when you wanted that Hot Wheels or whatever? He doesn't yeah. say Hot Wheels. Right. It's trademark, but you don't know what I mean. Um, and so they do all of that stuff. You find out that the bag of toys is a portal to the North Pole. Um, <laughs> don't tell Fox. Uh, <laughs> the, the the girl ends up there. The elves are these tiny little gnome-sized gremlins. CGI right? gremlins. That's, the CGI gremlins that that speak Swedish or something, and they help him. They break him out of jail. While he's in jail, he gives guitars to a couple people. One of whom is uh, um, Vance Ant St- Stephen. No, uh, it's like um, the famous musician. No, I didn't even recognize. Okay, uh, I looked him up. Okay, um, he played with uh, Springsteen. Okay, um, and they play uh, "Merry Christmas, Baby." It's a big show in the jail. In the jail. Um, and With the hookers then, as backup singers. As backup singers. Then they get out of jail, but there's, oh, there's not enough time. There's <laughs> of like course. just a little over an hour. But the kid, the two kids are going to help him. The, the boy has to drive the sleigh and the girl has to throw the presents out of the sleigh and Santa will catch them and do a bunch of flips and stuff. Right. Parkour. And they get home just in time. He leaves right before the mom gets home because the the mom had to work a shift. She's a single mom. <laughs> work she works at a nurse. I for, I forgot that at the beginning. <laughs> she had to she work. She has a shift. to work, and they're like, they're like, oh, it's Christmas, but it's you know, I I gotta you know the, and just, so it just adds to the disappointment at the front of the movie. Right, gotta work a shift. Um, and some at some point, nobody quite knows when because of the magic of Christmas and Santa. Santa decorated the house just like the dad used to do and you know happily ever after basically right um there the, we go the brothers Christmas the brother Christmas. has his 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 issue is with his dad he's mad at his dad but he's also insecure in himself his he wrote a letter to santa that year that what he wanted was to see his dad again and santa's like i can't do that but i gave you this it's a christmas ornament in the reflection he sees his dad and it's it's you know, him a touching moment for him right. like he's right. his dad would be proud of him right. etc etc so so this one is very much like like the last one i mean not very much but it's it is what it is it's made for a certain kind of people or even age group mm-hmm. of people and 
if it, that's you're not that, it's going to be like a made-for-TV movie type thing. Yeah, there were many, many moments where I was like, okay, I have to not look at this and go, wait, why is this? Why did not this? Uh, <laughs> one of the things I noticed is that even though they're in Chicago and they're interacting with cops, nobody ever has a gun at right. any point. I'm right. like, if this happened and those were real cops, those cops would pull guns. <laughs> right. Or, you know, the 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 boy gets accosted by some street thugs and they kidnap him. He's like, you know, 16 or something. And I'm like, why would they kidnap him? They would just punch him and take the bag of toys. Take his like, stuff, right? They wouldn't, they wouldn't be like, you're coming with us. Like, why is he coming with them? That doesn't make any <laughs> what sense. What are they going to do with him? <laughs> right? And anyway, so I had to keep, I had to keep telling myself, you cannot look at these sequence of events and go, wait, why? Why? How? Why? What, like, what sense is it? You have to look at it and go, is this funny to a seven-year-old? Yeah. And almost every time, the answer is yes. Yes. And, and, and seriously, it, that's a it's really funny good point. Or it's, it's funny or it's quote-unquote awesome. Yeah. You're like, oh, look at how it did. You know, it's like when you go back and watch a kid's movie that you enjoyed as a kid, as an adult, and go, oh, yeah, that's... It makes no sense. That's 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 not awesome or funny. It's actually really dumb. <laughs> right. But but you're right that that's a really good lens to look at it through. I mean, at from one one to the next, one step to the next, there there's no you don't need to think of anything. It's just why because that's funny and that's a neat, neat little gag. Uh why is Santa right. stealing a car? <sighs> why not? It's cuz it's a cool <laughs> car and that guy is a bad guy. You know, and and right. okay, right. he's arrested. Uh okay. You know, fine. That because that's funny and awesome. It's just it is what yeah. it is. Um, exactly. And and that that that's fun. Uh, I think that honestly, I think that um, Kurt Russell was miscast here. I I don't really. Think, I don't think he needed to be in it. He was. A, oh, I see. He was a selling point for it, maybe, and that was the thing. But he was Kurt Russell. But they could have had just a normal Santa in there. I mean, it it didn't matter. Yeah, but what. What about the payoff at the end with Goldie Hawn? That was great. Now that when she came out and it was Goldie Hawn, I was like, oh, it's Goldie Hawn. And Sydney was like, who's Goldie Hawn? I was like, but it's Goldie <laughs> Hawn. It's Mrs. Claus. So that that was fantastic. Um, my my family and I had just recently watched um, Overboard. Yeah. So that was a funny. Uh, yeah. The the uh, her as Mrs. Claus was and they even give her like a good five minutes on there, not just like a quick reveal too. I was like, and she, it was some speaking right. lines. So that. I, I liked that a lot. Um, and I, and I, lo I like Kurt Russell. He's one of my favorite guys that I like in, in celebrities, but, uh, it just, you know, he just didn't need to be in this one. He didn't ha he didn't bring any Kurt Russellness to it, nor did he bring any extra acting to it either. I so. mean, do, do you think people would see this without, without that? No, I, I don't think people would have. I, and you're right. I think that was, the, so that's the what hook. it is. It's, it's like Tim Allen in, in a Christmas clause, like, that movie is really dumb if you don't have if you don't have a main a main a leading man to a leading actor to to provide the hook i guess and and tim allen though in that in that show he he made he does his tim allen twists like his tim allen little looks or mm -hmm. his the mm -hmm. mannerisms and things that that make you kind of chuckle a little bit or get on board with that kurt russell here did didn't bring his his kurt russell he wasn't like a oh, cool guy. He wasn't the cool Santa, really. He was kind of Santa, but 
You don't think so? Did did you feel did you feel like a cool Santa? Because I I I I mean I don't know. I, I didn't get he just he felt very what's it called uh um, like he was high not high he was on speed the whole time. It was like he was just like go 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 and you know mm. really super driven I guess but which is fine. But yeah the no I. I felt like he was pretty cool. Was was he a cool Santa? Okay, maybe like I just he, didn't get that. He does he when he does the song and he's got sunglasses and he drives the car. Like that's true. yes, he's he's very Santa, but he's still like cool Santa. Like the sled is this weird like kayak shape. Yeah, yeah. He he definitely was a cooler Santa than we normal. And I and and making him not like a, a bowl full of jelly Santa was kind of good. That that was nice that he didn't have to be that. Yeah, the movie doesn't work. I don't think if you have a traditional Santa. Yeah, he he says uh, what is it? Uh, uh, paintings add eighty pounds or something like that. Mm-hmm. Which, which billboards, was, yeah. The billboards add eighty pounds. That's what it is. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So you know, it was okay. I wa- I did watch this twice because I watched it for the show, and then Sydney oh, wanted to watch it okay. again, um, and she enjoyed it. She enjoyed it just fine. Yeah. Not not it's mm-hmm. like one that she wants to watch over and over again or every Christmas. But she was like, Yeah, that was good. I liked it. It was it was cute. Yeah. You know. They had a great moral of the story ending and everyone's happy mm-hmm. and at the end. And I did like the little twist that he didn't actually need his helmet his hat helmet, his Santa hat. Yeah. Know, that it was all set up to bring them together. Uh, which is pretty cool. Um, yep. Yeah. So yeah, I give it a thumbs up. Again, for what it is. It, it was kind of fun. Would you call it? Is it better than a Christmas clause or not as good? You mean a Santa Claus? A Santa Claus. Sorry. Oh, I haven't seen that one in a while. But no, I'd say a Santa Claus was probably better. I I, th- I think that I mean they had a lot with the the elves were better. The mm-hmm. and they had the elves had personalities and character. You knew the characters a lot better of the elves. Um, Judge he, Reinhold. Judge Reinhold was in there. Yeah, and they they just, you know, he slowly grew into Santa in a funny way. Plus, he they had that very heartwarming relationship with him and his son and his ex wife and, and the ex wife's yep, yep. new husband and Judge Reinhold. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, no, I liked Santa Claus, but I would definitely say Santa. If you had the two and like watch watch, let's watch one of the ones with the kids. Watch watch a Santa Claus. That one, yeah, that one has a little more adult appeal or parent appeal let's say um you know all the best kids shows do yeah of course i'm trying to think of another like kid kid christmas movie to to try and hold this up against i think the santa claus was a good comparison i think that was a a fair comparison because it's similar to two you know kids going on a trip with santa claus the the idea of kids movie kind of reminded me of um I don't think we talked about this on the show, but Disney is doing a live action Dumbo movie. Right. Right. And when I first heard that, I was like, oh, man, the story of Dumbo is so problematic in 2018. Yeah. Right. Like, like you've got this baby elephant that's bullied and ridiculed for having a, a, you know, genetic having a birth defect of these gigantic ears and he suffers through this whole path, but then eventually at the end, like it turns out he could fly because he's got such big ears and it's like, oh, well, yeah, if you are super different, you'll be accepted so long as what's different about you makes profit. Like, and obviously <laughs> I'm being, I'm being super, that's like the very negative interpretation of that story. But right. 
as you know, we watch trailers and, and time has gone by, I've thought back on that movie a little more because I watched it a lot when I was a kid, but Did I've you? not okay. seen it as an adult. Okay. It was on our it was on our VHS with we had one tape with like that and uh, the Robin Hood with the foxes. Oh, I watched that and, credit out of that one. That was a great one. Yeah. And Lady and the Tramp, I think, was on there too. Sure. It's like when Disney Channel was free for a couple of weeks, we recorded Oh, nice. Good, good recording. That was, that was our one tape of kid movies, you know, in the, in the early eighties, <laughs> cause we didn't have cable or anything, right. but, um, I thought about it some more and I'm like, okay, for one, it's a movie for kids. So most of what you're seeing is just nonsense. Like we said about Christmas Chronicle, like it's not, it's not supposed to be a narrative that makes sense logically it's more about a spectacle. Add to that that the original Dumbo came out in like the 30s, right? Did it? There were Did no... it? Like I the, the, think the, so. the you mean the movie? No way, really. What I I thought that like uh, Snow Hold White on. came out I, in the 30s or 40s. I'm, I might I might be exaggerating. Okay, 1941. Okay, right before World War II. Yeah, right. So there were other movies. There were. Th- some more thoughtful cerebral type movies like um, Charlie Chaplin stuff. But a lot of that was still just spectacle. It was like, we have this thing now where we can show you pictures that move like Mm -hmm. big giant pictures that move. And, you know, at this point they had sound and they're like, Oh, there's sound. It's not just music and words. It's then text. It's, you know, the sound and music and flash and wow. Yeah. And, and so the the demand, the expectation was still so low, right? Yeah. Like nobody right. nobody had ever seen. Like there were probably people who went to see this movie who had never been to a circus, who had never seen an elephant. Yeah. And so, like, all you needed was bright, flashy colors with orchestral soundtrack, and people would go see it and love it. Yes. And so what they're making now has to be something different. Like you can't just tell that exact same story with CGI animals, the way that the Lion King at a uh, reboot, not reboot remake. Yeah. Seem, seems like it's going to be, um, you have to, you have to have a story. You have to have a narrative. That, that's one of the um, problems I think with Dumbo in general is that I don't think it had a very good narrative or a story much at all. What they can do is they could really sink their teeth into the idea of gaining your confidence and your own self identity. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Be- because he, he, the one of the big the, things about the, that one was that the he magic got, he got was the, inside him all along. What? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, the magic the was magic inside was, him all. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, because he gets he has that uh, crutch where he gets the feather. Right. The he feather, has to have right. the feather, and and so they could they could they could lean into that and say like you know mm-hmm. you're you're special and you can do the amazing things. If you just believe in yourself um, and, and that's probably they'll have a I can already foresee some big, huge thing where the circus is on fire or whatever, and he's lost his feather and he needs to save some people or something. And then he does it on his own. And he becomes the hero. So right. that that they could make a story out of that. Um, I, I don't know if it's that would I don't think that would have been one of my top movies to make into a live action thing, but mm. or, or even a re-release. I, I don't. I guess Dumbo has never been one of my favorites. Um, I mean, what in the what in the canon of golden silver age Disney animated features would you 
adapt into live action. Quote well, unquote, Golden Age, not much, but the like the Little Mermaid still needs to be made into. Hmm. I mean, not that that has to be. I don't think any of these movies have to be made, remade. Into like, stuff, do you? But. Do you really? But do you really? I think they're talking about doing that. Do you really want to see that story, but with an actual actress with the fishtail and the seashells? Well, I, I'll tell you thing? what. I, I felt the same way about all of the remakes. I mean, do, do you really yeah. want to watch? You know, the dragon from uh, or the, the what's it called, Maleficent? Do you really want to watch that chick with the big horns and stuff? Or yeah, you know, that's do you, true. Beauty and the Beast. Do you really want to see a guy that looks like a big monster up next to a, a girl? Yeah, it's okay. It was okay. Yeah. You know. Well, it's so. the problem. I, I'm sure I've talked about this before on the show. It's it's the problem Jungle Book had when you have those uh, animal human stories. Yeah. Right. Like Lion King is all animals. So that's fine. Jungle Book is about a boy with animals, like a boy playing with a realistic looking a photorealistic bear is is unsettling at right. least it was to me well they're gonna they're gonna be doing uh, this too with the the with dumbo is that it'll be animals mixed with humans because i know there's several human actors that are in i, I mean i'll tell you i do not want to see uh robin hood with foxes in live action oh yeah there's that see that I, would be awful but and there's there's also like um the sword and the stone right they could do that as a real movie. That's just a fantasy story. Right. Exactly. They could totally do the sword and the stone. A Disney's I mean, you do some stone. weird stuff with, with fish and, and squirrels and dragons, but yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a kid. Have it's a King Arthur done? story I, for I feel like they've Disney done, King yeah, Arthur. It's, it's just a one piece of the Arthurian legend. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why, why couldn't, that would be great for Disney to do a piece of the Arthurian legend. That's great. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. They have no mm-hmm. other ties into Arthur besides that so that's a that's a that would be a great one uh they already did 101 dalmatians didn't they yes they they did they did two of them yeah i'm having a having a fever dream where i was and those were okay i mean that's back when my oldest was uh, was little i think the the market for movies with talking dogs is saturated right (laughs) that's right and Nothing will ever top Homeward Bound, so <laughs> what, why do you even bother? <laughs> Make like twelve over again. Twelve buddies movies. <laughs> they they are all pretty pretty bad. But all well, right, so yeah. um, the Fox Robin Hood, I, man, that's something. No, that I mean that movie was was done like it's you're not going to do that better than it was with like Roger Miller and all of that stuff. No, just I mean yeah, the same could be said with the. The Jungle Book is like, why would you redo that? Because it's just how it is, you know. No, yeah, and it like I don't think, I don't think that was a good idea, and I think the original is still, is still the best. Louis Prima and those those jazz singing monkeys, like that was great. Yes, that was great. But you put it in with what it was on the movie, and it was terrible. It was horrible. With um, with Christopher Walken, no, Walken, no. that was so bad. Stop. Why? So what? Bad. Um, I. I we were talking about this earlier today. Do you have a do you have a movie that you enjoyed as a kid that you tried to watch as an adult and you're like, oh no, this is awful. Uh, we talked about this today, I think, and I and I got yeah. I'm not going to point it out because I did point it out to earlier to our friends was I I liked Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and the movie. Yeah, it was it's so bad. It's so bad. Um, it's real bad. That's that's bad. one I wasn't allowed to watch, and so when I tried to watch it in college back in early 2000s 
Mm-hmm. All my friends were like, oh, man, remember when you were like seven, eight and saw this movie? It was, it was so great. Like they were deep in nostalgia, you know, so they're like still enjoying the experience. And I'm like, you guys, this movie is awful. It's like, awful. Just horrid. Wait, I, okay, um, I got I got to ask the question. I mean, I, I've always felt that that our parents were similar, and that 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 like my mom <laughs> when I was younger would not let me watch shows that anything had like wizards or magic in it whatsoever. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. what what did the turtles have that was that that your parents didn't like? What was could I, possibly have wrong? I don't know. I've never I've never. You got to ask them about, about that. I was like, why was the turtles off limits? This is you know it's the early '80s. It was the peak of that like. Uh, wave of of conservative, what they right. now call the moral scare. So, so um, were they basically just like all cartoons? Off limits. No, there were there was a lot of things had a lot of properties had a certain thing. Like E.T. is a story about a big secret that the kids keep from the parents. Right? <laughs> okay. That's, yeah. Sure. Right, that's, yeah. That's the thing there. So anything. Like that, with kids keeping a secret from the parents, is off the list, um, <laughs> or is on the list. I guess. You wow, say. there's, uh, yeah, it, that that's a big chunk right there, right? Jeez. Um, with uh, with Ninja Turtles, I think it's it's the combination of maybe something to do with like teenager, because like teen culture was just starting to pick up in that time, and it's <laughs> you know it's very like. Uh, like celebrating rebellious attitudes and that kind of stuff. Like, so um, Michelangelo was the offender on that one. I cowabunga I no dude idea, type right, thing. Because I, oh, you, um, you have got to ask your parents about that one. Like, and what, then, what was that one, mom and dad? Like a combination of that and the mutant thing, right? Okay, just like a just like a weird, creepy. You know, I don't really know. My <laughs> my little sister watches all of the the new new ninja turtle stuff but she also plays D D with her friends right her, right her, your, your parents nintendo clearly lacks but, as, as the older you know, kids over got. over 20 years the you know things change but uh, <laughs> yeah you talk um, about the, the first kid was bad the second kid the third kid the fourth kid fifth kid right yeah gets to do right right they want. i i don't know i don't know that i can pick i've definitely had things that i enjoyed as a kid and i went back and and tried to watch and either they still hold up they're still funny but i realize like how like heavy-handed the storytelling is right that doesn't mean it's bad it just means it's a thing that was made for kids like uh the the narrative arc of hook like hook is a great movie is it is it really everyone else (laughs) around me keeps saying it's good i don't think it's that good and that's what i mean like it's not it's not that it's bad. It's just that the story moves very fast and it's all very heavy handed. Hook just drives me crazy. Okay. okay. It's just, I mean, seriously, people, I, I, you're not the only one. There's, there's uh, Pete on the line today was like, oh, Hook is amazing. And I was like, everyone who goes tells me Hook's amazing. And I'm like, I just don't it see might it. Be, it might be just a little before your time. Like maybe you were too old when you first saw it. Maybe. Um, I, I, I mean, Bangarang, that's great. I get it. And that was fun sure. for a minute. But. He was an awful Peter Pan. He was awful Peter Pan. And uh, Hook was awful. And the boy was terrible. Horrible. What, Jack. You, you didn't like Dustin Hoffman in that movie? He was okay. He was passable. 
He's, he's literally the best part. Ugh, he's okay. It's he's fine. Uh, okay. There could uh, be better. I've seen better hooks and and so many other things. But mm. I guess he just wasn't scary. I guess he wasn't supposed to be scary. But yeah, maybe I was a little bit older to to watch that show. Maybe, maybe it, it, it just didn't. Um, the the kid annoyed me the crud out of me, and the daughter annoyed sure. me. Sure, the kids. The kids are bad. They're kids. There are a lot of lines, lines from that one. Like uh, he lost his marbles. I say that still all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not that's not bad enough that I would say it's just legitimately bad. Like, like some things. Um, mine are probably more TV shows. Like I watch the heck out of um, uh, Inspector Gadget. No, oh, that's a bad and one. it's. And it's so formulaic, like it's it's up there with Power Rangers in yeah. in formulaic episodes. Anyway, I wonder, um, I wonder if the Smurfs hold up. How how bad those are? Like I used to love the Smurfs. That one was on the list too of, of shows we couldn't watch. And, and oh yeah, that because that had that had uh, Gargamel. He's a wizard. That's for sure. I think the explanation was the because they were blue, they were supposed to be dead. In the what? afterlife or something? I don't hear that one. I know. Oh, yeah. The '80s were a weird time. A lot I'm going to have to research cocaine. the '80s, the '80s church stuff because <laughs> I know that like the the Smurfs was from something at church that talking about the wizard and stuff. So it I mean, could I, have been the wizard. I, I still, I still on on Saturdays still snuck in watching the Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. My mom wasn't watching, so yeah, that, there's, that would, there's not a chance that would have been right. That would have been that was like watching cinemax it's either watching the dungeons and dragons cartoon or cinemax i think my mom would have rather me watch cinemax all right well um, hey wait before we go off that what you got to pick a show for us to watch next week i mean i was just about to lead into that all right Um, all right all right okay i want to take a break from not from netflix unfortunately but i want to take a break from the christmas movies because we're we're getting close and i'm sure that when the rest of my family descends on on my parents' farm, we'll be watching Christmas Vacation and Christmas Story and all of the classics. I'm still Christ- going to make you watch one next week. I, I told you I'm, I'm holding on we, for Die Hard next week. We we save It's a Wonderful Life for one viewing Christmas Eve. That's it a good used, call. It used to be my parents, uh, uh, after the they've set up all the presents under the tree when we're all asleep, they would watch that together. Um, but it's, I mean... Gosh, that movie's so good. It, you like, talk about the old "It's a Wonderful Life," right? Yeah, the original, yeah, that's that's great. That's a that's a perfect one to watch. And on the more Christmas it's Eve, like yes. it's like every year we we tell some of the same anecdotes or we watch some of the behind the scenes stuff where it's like Jimmy Stewart served in the war as a as a bomber pilot and mm-hmm. um, you know he does the scene in uh, he does the scene in the house with um, Donna Reed where. He's all grouchy, right? Because yeah. his brother has just got married and he's still stuck in the town. And, um, you know, she's on the phone. You know the scene I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's like he he didn't know. He didn't really want to do it. He's like, I can't. I can't do this. And then they do this. And it's and it's amazing. It's like all one long big take. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's another one of those where... Uh, they said he does the scene in the bar in Nick's bar, right? Right before yep. Clarence shows up mm-hmm. and he's praying and he's crying. And, um, uh, 
I forget if like what the prompt was, but they're like, he sat there and as the story goes, um, ran back through his mind, the stuff that he went through in the war. Right. Oh, he did. Oh, to cry. Yeah. To cry and have this like, and they get through this scene and, um, and I forget the details of, of the exact story, but it's like a capper was maybe gonna, you know, do we want to do another take? And like Jimmy Stewart t- picks his head back up and like he sees him and he sees his face and it's like, n- no, that's, yeah. th- that was, that was the take. That's what you're going to get. Cause, right. cause that was, that was all real. Yeah. Um, you're not going to get another performance out of that. Right. Right. And it's, and it's such a classic story of like, get a different perspective on life and, uh, you know, learn from it. Yeah. The, can you imagine that today? Like, that's the way it was back then was when the war broke out is that movie stars and people went, they went to war. They became mm. fighter pilots mm-hmm. and military men and went off to war. Nowadays, yeah. pff, could you imagine, you know, if Zac Efron was going to go <laughs> fight in Afghanistan for real? Like, right. You know, no. Suddenly he's free to fly. Yeah, I guess. Oh. <laughs> Jeez. Whatever the world came to these days, but anyway, yeah, that that's a great that's a great Christmas one. So okay, so what are we what are we gonna watch? Okay, sorry, I got so, I got way off track there. Got nostalgic on on some Christmas stuff. Talking about it's a wonderful life. Um, so taking a break from the Christmas movies, I want to check out uh that movie from the meme, uh, Ballad of Buster Buster Scruggs. Ballad okay. of Buster Scruggs. That's a tricky one to say. Yeah, I have I have um, reservations about this one. It's a Coen Brothers uh, series of vignettes, so it's a, it's like two and a half hours, but I think it's six uh, separate stories. Okay. So we've got a week. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's impossible to watch all of it, but maybe if we watch the first couple and decide that it's bad, we can uh, jump the jump the. Uh, Boat jumped the. I don't know what metaphor I was going for. That, but <laughs> well, here, here's the. I've said jump this. Ship. That's I've said that. this a couple of time, things with this. This is what I've heard called as an anthology. I don't know if it is or what that term is. I just heard it on the radio called that. Mm. Um, meaning that it's a series of vignettes that are all you know, say 30, 40 minutes, whatever long. Series of standalone stories. Yeah. Yeah, and then, and so you you see a story. It completes or not completes, whatever, it, and then it's done, and they start on to another story with not the same characters, nothing. It's just completely a whole different movie all yeah, put into it's one. Just, just thematically similar. Right. So, and this happens to be Western. Um, yeah, so though it's the same problem I have with short movies is that I want, I want to see more of them. Um, I did just have this conversation with somebody last week about, you know, it, it's okay they were telling me that it's okay for a movie not to have an ending or to just be what it is and leave it out there. And that you as mm-hmm. the reader or the viewer can be free to make up in your mind what else happens afterwards. Sure. Um, and, and for me, I want more. I, I mean, I guess I want more of what I have. I want more of the candy. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it, the way I feel that it, when someone tells me that, like, oh, you should imagine it yourself or or think about what <laughs> possibly could happen. It's the same thing as if a parent said, like, you did you like that mini uh, Snickers bar? Well, just imagine if you had another one. 
No, I want a Snickers bar. <laughs> Give me another Snickers bar so I can have. Can I have a bigger Snickers bar, a full one? You know, it's the same thing. Yeah, I I see what you're saying with that. Right. So anyway, I, I'm sure it'll be fine. The, the other side, of this is that uh, all the reviews from it have been pretty positive, and everybody likes it a lot. So yeah, yeah. Watch watch me end up sending you a text on Wednesday. Like I watched it all. It was amazing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So as long as we it's got not Dark Mirror, Frank James O in there and uh, <laughs> right yeah i do like me a good western too so right be. yeah that's that's sort of where i was going with this i'm like i'd be watching a lot of christmas movies we just watched two in a row and i'm yeah. like let's let's take a break from that well we've got we've got only three weeks left of uh this year i i think that i counted that one that's including this week um mm-hmm. to to review shows before we go into our 100 movies um and then we're going to hit things like um, uh, Star Trek Discovery. I'll start. We'll start watching that kind of stuff. So we'll right right now we're at a, a few of our free form times where we can make these kind of decisions. And you know. right. Well, and and starting after the new year, we're doing our hundred movie challenge. Yeah, that's what I said. We watch. We'll watch the hundred movies. We'll watch Discovery. There's going to be a lot of things. Our our plates will be full to to be able to watch these new random things that we've got. So that Netflix puts out a new movie every day. Yeah. Hey, who knows? Maybe there'll be the Titan 2 that we can watch and find out what happens to him on that planet. Oh, yeah. Does he ever find food or a mate or anything? <laughs> or he just anything. flies around on this ocean planet? <laughs> no, it's uh, not an ocean. It's a dry, dead planet. Remember, it's Mars. What? I thought Titan was an ocean planet. Oh, is it right? It was Titan. It was Titan. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking Mars. Yeah. It looks red. The moon of Saturn. Um all right, Ballad of Buster Scruggs. Yeah. We we got it. All right, I sent you in the notes um, a bunch of movie trailers. Did you, have you seen all those? Yeah, let's do some trailer talk, uh, some trailer trash. In a world. The, so what, what, which ones, let's see, this week we, we got to watch some Toy Story trailers came out. Um, yeah, those aren't super there? new. They've been out for a couple weeks, but I, right. we talked about it last week. I don't think on on air, but um, you said you hadn't seen it. So I saw both of those before. Well, I saw the one with the carnival toys, the carnival prizes uh, on YouTube. And then I saw the other one in theater when we went to see um, uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Right. Now, to be technical here, these are teasers, not trailers. It showed nothing about the movies whatsoever. Oh, okay. Right? They didn't. Like, you still have no idea what's going to happen in Toy Story 4. I, I didn't know we had Fox guesting on the show. <laughs> Semantics on me. I, okay. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I, Teasers. Yes, right. because there's there's no information on them except Toy Story is back. And Toy Story got, is coming. We got right. Tom Hanks and Tim Allen, and that's all, that's it. Right. And and they those guys barely spoke in any of them. In any of these trailers, teaser. They, they well, just, I'm, was, I'm sure they're expensive. So yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure. But but for trailers, they'll they'll show you about at least about the the show. So these these teasers were basically just saying, "Hey, Toy Story's back," which it's, is okay. Just hype. It's pure hype. Yeah, hype. That's it. It was just hype. Um, that's okay. I I, I I I'm not one that likes teasers too much. I'm. Um, mm. Speaking of Fox, Fox. I'm gonna out him right here. Um, they, they just, uh, he posted about like something about Ariana Grande had had a video coming and she wrote, uh, she posted a teaser for her trailer. 
And I'm like, oh, God, teasers are the, just spend the time making the trailer and give me the trailer. Don't give me a teaser to tell me that there's a trailer. And that's what this felt like. It felt like I, I, I didn't want to. Yeah, he posted that in the context of a conversation about Mean Girls. And I was just thinking that uh, because she had clips from a bunch of movies in her music video and Mean Girls is one of them. And I was thinking right. that maybe we should have watched Mean Girls, but then I remembered we were talking about it in that conversation because it's on the poster. It's on the It'll, poster. It's we somewhere like it. somewhere next fall, I think. That'll, yeah, we'll, that'll pop we'll watch up that there. at some point. Well, the, Thank you. Yeah, so the, yeah, I guess there there is explanation for why why Fox is, is watching Ariana Grande stuff, but <laughs> you, know, you, you, you never know. Um, but anyway, yeah, t- these were teasers, and 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 I love me some Toy Story. There, I think the best thing about Toy Story is the writing for for sure. Yeah. The yeah. stories are so great, and most movies start to peter out at two or three. Um, mm-hmm. Their stories just aren't as solid. This these got stronger with every iteration. Toy Story 3 was the best of all of them. And 2 was better than 1, and 1 was amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, hopefully it's the, it's the returning script writers. And I, I watched 1 the most, and I think we've talked about this on the show before. It was probably the last of those movies when I was, you know, before I went to college, when I was at home, and there was only one TV, and we're like, yeah, we're going to watch Toy Story again. Like, I could quote the whole movie front to back nice and then by the time the second and third came out like i know that i saw them but i had more going on like i was in college whatever blah blah blah. and so they didn't have as much of a emotional impact on my life just from time you know whatever yeah i mean Uh, i watched but yeah toy Toy story three he, I, I distinctly remember there's a there's a scene when they're getting spoilers when they're going to get ready to be melted in the mm-hmm. in the junkyard and they're it's playing the big swelling music and they are uh, all reaching out to grab hands just to hold so that they can be together before they die and and I'm a grown ass man and I remember sitting in the theater with my like my godson and my two daughters and I was just like don't well up. Don't tear up because I, I just got that feeling, that lump in my throat. Like, this is just so sad. This is so sad. They're all going to die. And Jesse's going to die with, with Woody. And that's so bad. Uh, that's straight out of Brave Little Toaster. Is that right? Yeah. If, do you remember that one? I do remember that. that yeah. That's another one I saw a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> well, the yeah. So anyway, I, I love me some Toy Story. And, and this one's great. So the other ones, what, what do we have? We had that one. We had Miss Marvel. Oh man, it's a Miss Marvel. Um that one felt to me a lot like a li- I mean a lot of it was cool on the surface. Yeah. Right? So I'm not I'm going to I'm going to say something a little bit negative now, so I'm, okay. I'm prepping for that. <laughs> it it felt like a lot of nudge nudge wink wink. Okay. Right? A little bit like Ready Player One, except most of the Ready Player One stuff has more of a mass market, uh, um, not appeal, but like recognition. Um, Okay, yeah. This trailer felt to me a lot like, for all of you comic readers, right? And I say every time we talk about comics that I'm not a comic reader. And so it's like, Uh if you know, if you know, if you read, like... These are the 
Krill. Krill? Kree. Skrull. 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 And That's Kree. Krill, Krill are the fish that... <laughs> that's right. The whales eat. Uh, whales eat. Yeah, right. I know. I know that that's not right. But there, <laughs> there are definitely krill in something. There isn't there. Um, well, there's krillin in Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, there's not that krill. There's a movie called Krill. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, like maybe a I Star Trek parody or a spinoff maybe. or something. But yeah, it's like the Skrulls and the Kree and oh, the Kree. Okay, I, you know, and I'm like that's. Sure. Not that it, I'm not saying that it looked bad. It definitely sure. looked amazing. Um, but there was a lot of that, like, okay, if you were wondering who member in the first trailer when she punched the old lady, well, turns out the old lady was, you know, bad and fights yeah. back and it's, you know, uh, whatever. Yeah, I, I get that. I told it, and I kind of, I can, I didn't think about that before, but I got that feeling. The, my, my thought yeah. on that trailer was that, like, oh, why are they spoiling all the good stuff like in the trailer? Um, which I, I, I'm not a huge, I never read Captain Marvel or know a ton about her. She's awesome. But I mean, I know enough. Um, I probably actually probably know more than enough, but it's, I never read her comics, never really got into the, her, her stuff, but I know mm-hmm. the things and they show all the things in the trailer. They show her, her mohawk outfit, which is so a lot of people like a lot. They show the scroll. They show the Kree. They show how she gets her power. They show her in the Air Force. I'm like, oh, these are all the things, like you said, that are on the checklist of the comic book fans. So they're they're showing all the comic book fans stuff before, which they don't need to. Those comic book nerds are going to go out and watch that show. They're going to go see it anyway, right? Right. Maybe it's a sort of it's sort of an assurance to be like, okay, just in case you were wondering, this is not going to be a Venom situation. Like, <laughs> we're going to show all the things. I watched a little breakdown video, and they talked about how she, like, disappears and ends up on an alien planet, and she's only got part of her dog tag, and so they call her Vers, V-E-R-S, which is the end of her name, right? Carol Danvers. Oh, they Danvers, do, right. Oh, that's cool. They do a little, and that's that's from one of the comics. It's, it reminded me of uh, V'ger. Oh, right? yeah, right. From, Voyager. From Star Trek motion picture. Right. Um, yeah, I, I didn't notice that. I, didn't, I, didn't, I see it. these are things that I also didn't know. They, there was the cat scene that I had to go look that up. I didn't even the know. The cat is significant in some way. Yeah, I watched one she of those videos cat, where they go through a teaser. They go through a trailer and like break down every frame to all the like people did with Ready Player One. They're like, oh, right. there's Tracer and there's, you know, right, right. Iron Giant. And here you can see just this barely silhouette of the. Uh, Firefly, whatever, all that stuff. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, the so so th- this one, it was cool. It's pretty awesome. They, uh, Marvel is amazing in all of the their cinematography and stuff. The transition from CG to a real thing is top notch, and still Marvel's patented de aging technology mm-hmm. with Samuel L. Samuel mm-hmm. L. looks crazy good. Um, yep. so yeah, that I mean, it's all good. The the thing about Miss Marvel that I hope they try to sell to is, is to get us in this new era of post infinity war. That's she's going to be the posted. I mean, this, mm. this is going to come out before end game, right. but, but still she is the, the leading the way into the new, the new era, her and black Panther will be. Right. So, so it's important that they sell this as like, Hey, did you like comic books, uh, movies in the last 10 years? Oh, well, just get ready. That's what they need to do. 
you know, yeah. is and, and sell her as the, the new way to go because she will be. Um, and because and who knows, they're probably going to kill off everybody else. Well, the that's old, a, the old guard. That's a perfect opportunity to talk about the trailer for Avengers 4, what they're calling Endgame. Mm hmm. Yeah, I always I have a hard time remembering that title. I don't know why, but yeah. uh, that's um, well, because because that's what it is. I didn't put this together until you were just saying it. But that's that trailer starts with Tony Stark and he says. Part of the journey is the end. Yeah. Right. So and so, and so they said, right, they're going to bring this, you know, original five and all of their movies setting up to the first Avengers movie. And to this, and they're going to put a bookend on it, right? They're going to end yeah. that story. These original characters are going to die or retire or whatever, and they have to move forward with their with their cinematic universe. So they're yeah bringing in new new stories, new blood. And, and I love it. I love it. I mean, I absolutely feel that they've given me everything that I could have asked for from these characters from my years of comic book reading and everything sure. that I could have wanted. Um, I feel that every one of them have had incredible arcs throughout the 10 years and put in in certain spots and interacted pro appropriately, stories told. Yeah, I mean, Thor went through his whole transition of movies and, mm -hmm. you know, so, yeah, it's going to be pretty great. Um, but this was a good trailer because it didn't tell us much. No. Right? It was... And it was you know, top to bottom feels like just, just feels all the, all the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, just you know, get, let's my, get you back in on this. Right. My brother, I think Andrew found it first and sent it to us in our group chat. And I was like, I was like, Oh man, cap shaved the beard off. It's serious. <laughs> it's serious. He's back to, yeah. When, when you see, and, and I hope he doesn't, but if they kill him off, you're going to see the, the actual original Captain America die. You're not going to see like bearded, bearded cap. You're going to see, right. you know, Captain America die, uh, which is going to be pretty amazing. I, if, if I don't shed a tear at the end of this sh sh thing, I'd be surprised. Speaking um, of speaking about, you know, like celebrities and world war two. Right. I mean, obviously yeah. Captain America is fictional, but like Steve Rogers was a world war two soldier. Like that's his, his yeah. character in this. It's a unique Thing. Like he was one thing, he was a certain thing when he when uh, the character was conceived, like in the fifties or whatever. Right. Um, but like the uh, the way they did that, taking that character right out of that setting and putting him in a modern setting was just I don't know. It appealed to me. I'm sure. Oh it, yeah. It didn't appeal to everybody. You know, in the in the first Avengers movie, he was my favorite. Oh yeah. For because sure. I don't count Tony Stark. I'm like. He's sure he's running the show. He's like the main. They should just call it Iron Man, whatever that would that would have been Iron Man three four, before four, actual three, Iron yeah, Man three. But um, yeah, I'm like so. Ever now the 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 contest is between the the other four, and I'm like of those, yeah, Captain America for sure. Oh, I, I like Cap. Cap's Cap's actually my favorite of all all of them in yeah. general. But the uh, I've always said that in the past. But th this. Uh, I, I did like Thor it. was I, your favorite. Uh, Thor is my favorite from the comic book standpoint. Mm. I always liked him from the comic book. Um, he was but, up until up until um, Ragnarok. His character in the movies was so cheesy. Yeah, and yeah, in a in a bad we, way. Like him being yeah. funny is cheesy in a certain sense, but now he now he's yeah he's really I mean, we, 
we we've talked about this before. Fully like realized the yeah. difference between what, what he was in the comics and what he is in and yeah all that, yeah. But, um, and, and so he he's fine. He's just fine. But Cap mm-hmm. Cap and uh, Chris Evans is just you know just the best of of all of it. Um, yeah. So it, I know I'm getting fanboyish on all that stuff, but I think <laughs> that this trailer was, like you said, the feels, it, it had some good things. Uh, stinking Ant-Man is amazing. Paul Rudd is just great. <laughs> just great. Like when he shit comes at the end. You guys remember me? Yeah. Ant-Man? I, I, I'm Ant-Man. I, I know, I know you, you remember, remember that. that. <laughs> <laughs> I turned really big. That is good He's, stuff. Yeah, and then it just switched right into like at the same scene. It's splitting back and forth between Black Widow and Captain America, two very super serious people. Like in a very so super serious, serious so dark. They're like, this has to work because if it doesn't, yeah. I don't know what I'll do. And, and then he's like, like yeah. you're like, okay, guys, wait, wait, let's not. This isn't DC. Yeah, <laughs> like right. there's still some there's still some fun here. Yeah, and and we've got Ant Man, and then he, you know, and then he kept says, you know, is this. Is this like when was this recorded? This is live right now. Like, okay, this is in the series. We're happening can, right now. You know, can, can you guys buzz me in? Yeah, it just ended on that one. Can you buzz Some, me in? Somebody, I was, I was listening to um, one of the other podcasts that I listened to, and it it took me back to various times we've talked about Marvel versus DC, and I said that I've said before many times that a comic book movie has to be funny, mm-hmm. and. Unless it's like it's easiest if it's funny, you can do it without it being funny, like Wonder Woman, but it's much more difficult. Um, And somebody was describing something one, you know, probably um, one of the MCU films um, and they described it as fun. And I went, oh, that's what it is. It's it's not it's not that it has to be funny. It has to be fun. Like, it can still be serious. It can still be important or have a strong message or something like that. But it has to be fun. Mm -hmm. Nothing about Batman versus Superman was fun. Or Batman v Superman. It was was so serious. It was just dark, depressing fist fight from start to finish. Like, uh, yeah, anyway. I mean, and you look at you look at uh, Captain America: Civil War when on the one of the most famous scenes of all the Marvel movies is when they're at the airport and they have that huge battle, mm-hmm. and it's 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 fun because it's a very serious fight when these it's heroes serious are and fighting it's each intense, other. but it's yes, it's fun. It's quips and insults and and jibes like start to finish. You know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. They're they're doing the whole you know. Does anybody have any orange slices? You know, and, and Spider Man. That's the perfect time to interject Spider Man when they when they put him in there when he's quipping all over the place. And you know, is that I, carbon fiber? I don't know if so. you've ever been in a fight before. There's usually not this much talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which, which again, that was a scene with two very serious people, which was the yeah. the uh, the Winter Soldier and Falcon, and you put in the, yeah. the guy who's quipping the whole time so yeah marvel marvel is is on point and they did that on the end game here with this this trailer he's got a gimmick now yeah they're, they're showing you everybody's got a gimmick i hate you so much <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> but the uh the anyway i he comes back and marvel shows that there's some lighthearted stuff uh, i wanted to make one comment that they did show they did put a little bit of a reveal mm-hmm. um for this is comic book nerds coming out here sure um so one of the characters that hasn't had a really decent story arc throughout the entire 10 years has been Hawkeye. 
He's he's right. had a, he's had a little bit of one with his. The, oh, he's got a family, but his that family, wouldn't be an, right. it. Wouldn't be an arc. It's just kind of who he is. Yeah. Um, but in the in the comics, his arc, you quote unquote arc, is that um, he becomes what's a guy called Ronan, and he's okay. a sword wielding guy um, who's much more brutal and rough because his family gets murdered. I remember that movie with um, uh, Robert De Niro. That was a great movie. This, by the way, yes, that one I'll watch again and again. But yeah, so he he becomes a guy called Ronan, and okay. after his family is murdered in front of him, and he can't do anything mm. to stop them. So it looks like they show they show a, a scene where Black Widow is looking at him, and he's in a Ronan kind of outfit. Yeah, he's got a sword, yep. and he's just killed people. And right. you're like, oh, so clearly they're going to make his family be one of the people that were, or at least half of them, that were dusted. Uh, that were dusted. So that's going to be pretty cool. And you'll, I think we'll finally get to see his arc um, in that movie. And that, that'll bring him to a close. You know what I mean, so all of the, the main ones need to have. Yeah. Some, do you, do you remember where they started him? He was in the first Thor is where he first was appeared. I, I remember very little from those, those first Thor movies. Yeah. That, those are, that was a, a, he was like uh Mjolnir was, uh, Thor didn't have the hammer and he had to go find the hammer. Mm-hmm. He was out in the desert oh, and he was in the government facility. Yeah, I do remember. Remember? Yeah. And then he, so Thor He's was like in a sniper tower. Yeah. yeah. He, he goes to grab his guns, but then like he grabs a bow instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he, and he's talking the whole time Jeremy Renner is. So that, yeah, that's, that's Hawkeye. But Hawkeye has, has been hit and miss uh, as the character is anyway. So it's, it, that's nice to see in the trailer that, you know, he's going to have something and, if they close him out like they do the rest of the guys, then we'll have something the He'll, the full arc of Hawkeye they'll, as well. They'll, clo- they'll close out his story. That's now cool. that I have heard that uh, they've okayed and green lighted a green lit a Black Widow movie, so with Scarlett Johansson, mm-hmm. that's that's a little odd to me because I figured hmm. she would also go the way of the rest of the yeah. Originals. If if they were going to do that, they should do it before Endgame. They should, but it's not. It's not even. It's just now in the green lighted stage. Do a, um, do like a an origin story or something. Yeah, they. You know what? They very well could just do like a prequel, like a, a, a yeah. Star Wars, a, a Star Wars story type thing. They could do a right. bunch of prequels. You know, hell, they could probably just do a whole list of them if they really wanted to, like to give the people another Captain America movie. Just do like you know Captain America, an Avengers story where it's just when he was back in World War Two. Well, she and. She and Hawkeye are the only ones who have not had origin films. Right. Of, right. I mean, of the original five. You're right. They couldn't do an Iron Man because we've seen everything about Iron right. Man. Right. Iron Man and Cap and Thor, we've seen, and sort of Hulk, we've seen well, their... Thor, you could do forever. He's lived for thousands of years. He could have a thing. <laughs> true. True. Right. But yeah, anyway, it was great. It wasn't It wasn't a lot of information, but it, it did. it did its job of reminding us that this is coming. Yeah. You know? You know, see, big, it did that. That did better. Head. I would call that a teaser. I would call that a teaser. Yeah, because it, it does a better teaser than Toy Story did. Well, for what it is, right? Like Toy Story is a kid movie. All you really need to see are all your favorite toys are still here. But yes, yeah. this movie gives us as much information about this movie as those Toy Story teasers. Like, it's yeah. just hype. It's just here. Here are people who are alive. Remember these people? They're these ones are alive. Maybe you weren't sure about Hawkeye. He's still here. All right. And, um, and, and did you watch Ant-Man and the Wasp? Did you get to I see did. that? I did. Okay. 
I, I so remember we, we don't because, know how he got out of the little mini verse. Right. The well, it, it takes him a while, right? Because when he shows up at the gate, they're like, "Is that this is an old tape, right?" Like, yeah. no, it's happening right now. So what? How it takes him a while, right? Yeah. Yeah, we don't know um, how he gets out of that. Yeah, I remember that because they talked about on Geek Scholars, uh, and and Fox and Chris were like, "What uh, what movies do you think people will need to have seen before they go see Ant Man and the Wasp?" And they're like, "Well, Civil War." And the original Ant Man, probably. Yeah. And yeah. And Fox is like, you don't, you don't think they'll need to have seen Infinity War? And Chris is like, no, I don't think so. And then in the theater, we got to that end and credit scene, and I was like, oh, Chris was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> it, so somebody, I think maybe somebody in my family like went to see that and hadn't seen Infinity. War. I think David took his wife to see that, and they hadn't seen Infinity War, and she was like, wait, what happened? What just happened? And I'm there? like, I'm like, oh no, David, why did you do that? <laughs> That's right. Now, now you're going to be like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, man, I kind of want to watch, now I kind of want to watch Infinity War again. I mean, <laughs> Thanos is one of my favorite comic book characters of all time, so to see, to see such him. A, such a compelling villain. Like He is. I mean. So good. Yeah. And, and voiced by just perfectly, you know, well Josh done. Josh Brolin, yeah. Josh Brolin, great. And, and they they show they're they're doing the whole uh, what they did another comic book teasing thing is they they showed his armor up on a scarecrow. That right. was a, a scene at the end of the Infinity Gauntlet series. Is that mm-hmm. you know he's he's done and when he's retired he takes his armor and he farm he becomes a farmer and he puts right. his armor up as a scarecrow because he doesn't really he doesn't care about conquest and all the stuff that villains care about right you know he 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 did what he wanted to do and he is now going to live life as a simple man yeah uh which is you know you see him walking in the fields and you're like oh man this is so good like like gladiator um okay uh all right in the time we have left do you want to talk about some good times What good times do we have this week? What uh I mean, I have some some little stuff. I and and I have a a short story. Uh my little okay. stuff is I finally bit the bullet and ordered a um gaming laptop uh Sunday yesterday. That okay. should be that should be here tomorrow and we'll talk about it next week when I've actually played it. Okay. Um I bought an Apple Watch for Black Friday, and I I was a little bit on the fence about it, but I really like it. Um, <laughs> some some little features. Um, it functions as a watch much better than the Fitbit did. Uh, it unlocks my MacBook for work when I you know if I'm close to it, it's like oh Apple Watch detected and unlocked. That I mean it's a trivial little thing, but right, um, right. and it has the sort of naggy uh, um, health stuff. Which is just pretty good. If I'm sitting, you know, playing PlayStation or whatever, it'll twitch and be like, "Hey, maybe you should stand up for a while." And I'm like, "All right, well, I can, I can, I can play PlayStation for a minute or two standing up. Like that's fine." Yeah. So so I always get the pictures from from you that it's like uh, it's it's giving you reminders of messages that you don't want to know about. (laughs) Yeah, I get the same notifications on it that I get on my phone. And so I'm like, oh, great. I lost fantasy football this week. Like, (laughs) thanks. Thanks, Apple Watch. Like, that's letting me know that right away. Right. That's a little bit of a joke, but um, (laughs) yeah, you'll send it. You've sent us a couple pictures here or there because I'm in very last place in our 
in our joke fantasy league. <laughs> hey, tied I'm with, in first place in our in our movie league. This, this tied year. with, uh, I mean, it's the first week. <laughs> I I won, won last, last season. season. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. So what, hey, you what, and I, you and I have both won those seasons. By the way, the the fantasy movie league. I won the first one. And then Pete uh, won the second. Pete and won, won the second the one. You won the third, and now we're in the fourth. So yeah. yeah. So so what do you got? You got any good good times? Oh man, my biz, my it's hard hard to say. I mean, life is great, so I can't complain about that. But uh, <laughs> I, I had who would um, listen? I've been so busy with work, and it's been kind of going straight forward. I what did I do this weekend? I got to I pulled out my comics. Um, you know th- that is a good time thing. Let, let's go ahead and say that a bit. I. I will period. I will get pull comics from the comic book store. Right, one of Sydney and I's traditions since she was very little is to. I took her to the comic book store. She gets. She has. She gets pulled My Little Pony. They have like three different comics that they'll pull every month for her. Okay. Um, and then I'll pull. I'll have pulled like Thor or an X Men title. Right, that's pulled for me. Um, and uh, guard. Then I'll switch Guardians of the Galaxy, whatever it might be. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. So I have these and I'll put them downstairs in like a bin, whatever, a nice safe bin uh, type thing. And then not until like I just recognize two years will go by and I'll have these th- huge things packed up downstairs. And I'm like, I, I got to do something with them. So, but my, my bags and boards and boxes that they're in are in my closet with everything else on top of them. Hmm. So I, I pulled out my closet. Which is my really cool closet, by the way. I think anyone who saw my closet would love my closet. It's got Star Wars and Transformer toys and <laughs> old movie posters and just really cool stuff. Um, and I, I pull it all out. And then at the very bottom are these really big boxes of comic books that are all organized from since I was a kid. And I pull them out, open them up. And then I Sid and I sat down all weekend and, and bagged two years worth of, of comics, uh, bag and boarded them. Right. Uh, then we then we then we have to sort them and put them all in order. Sid and I are very organized. Um, and then we put them. Then we have to decide how we're going to put them in the in the in the boxes, which is kind of fun too. Because mm. it was like a complete story. We want them to all be together. And, sure, you know, sure. You get all the Thor story or the Secret War story. Um, because her and I are both we're not collectors per se. We we enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So you know. She was for the first time we bag and boarded all of her My Little Pony books. She's got every single one ever put out since they put started putting <laughs> My Little Pony out four or five years ago. Right, it's a lot. She's got over like two hundred comics. Wow. Um, and but she was really nervous about us putting them in bags and boards in a box mm. because she reads them and she wants to go back and read them. She's like, I don't know if I want to do this because it feels like I'm sealing them up. Um, so we, I, I, I ensured her, I ensured her that we weren't going to like, you know, tape them up or anything that we were just going to leave them open <laughs> and we can put there. And so she, they're in her room now in the box, but she can get right at them and pull them out. Easily. Yeah. Um, and that's what I do with, with mine. I, I do tape them closed a little bit, but I, I, I want them to be able to, if anyone ever comes over here and wants to read Annihilation Wave, you, you can pull them all out and just read them. Yeah. You want to read Infinity Wars, Infinity Gauntlet, do it. You know, I, right I don't want that to be like, oh, you're going to take it out of mint condition. Nah. <laughs> you know, it's fine. They're for reading. Right. Um, so that was fun putting those all together and putting that back in there. We we, we got that all wrapped up and by Sunday. Um, 
piecing it through the weekend. So that it's a good times because it was finally finally done. Although I'm turned around now, my computer room is just still everything's pulled out from my closet. So. <laughs> but I got the Millennium Falcon and the snow speeder over there. I got to somehow put it back in the, in the closet. Oh, oh well, ICG Con is coming up here in a couple weeks. Oh, oh not a couple. I mean, a couple months. I mean, couple months. So, okay, couple months. Yeah. Sorry, I said a couple weeks. I was thinking we're starting planning it. No, the, uh, for, the holidays are coming up in a couple of weeks. You, yeah. you're, what is it like, March or April? It's it's in uh, February or March. February, so, March, okay. Yeah, so the, you, you listener there are wondering what ICGCon is. If you haven't listened to the show, it's our uh, the monthly or the yearly game weekend that I have with about 25 people that come over uh, for the weekend. And uh, I pull everything out, all my nerd stuff out, and let that geek flag fly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with everybody that comes over and i so i've got like star wars old star wars toys millennium falcons ad ads things like that and i'll put it all the way through the house and posters and um but i store them all in a closet for the most for the most part except for my my downstairs room right right which is, which is cool well i wanted to uh as part of my as part of my good times i had this i had this story something happened to me this week sort of uh-huh. not a not a big thing but um Maybe potentially. Um, So, you know, I've got this house project and um, I had not this week, but the week before I just had like a million little things that everything went wrong. I spilled paint. (laughs) I remember uh, you saying this last week. Right. It was just, it was just one tragedy, one minor tragedy catastrophe after another. Right. And um, my brother, David is in Florida and he, bought he got money from one of his wife's relatives and bought um a house and is flipping it uh separate from his main house that they're living in and he had had he tried to restore an old bathtub right like Mm -hmm. refinish it with it's not quite paint but it's something like paint to recover uh metal fiberglass whatever yeah and it didn't work out so he was like, oh, now I did all that, and now I'm going to have to buy a new tub anyway. So mm-hmm. he was kind of bummed out about that. And if you listen to the show, you know that I, in my attempts to be funny, I trend toward cynicism, right? <laughs> it's, one way yes. to, it's one way to say that. Oh, I'm um, going to cut that clip out and play it every once in a while now. <laughs> right, right. Um, and And so I'm like, I'm like, yep, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, whatever. And he, and he was like, he was like, uh, he was like, well, you know, obviously, home improvement has some big benefits, or we wouldn't be doing it. And I'm like, yeah, big benefits like depression and uh, <laughs> frustration, <laughs> and maybe, <laughs> maybe once in a while, some reluctant satisfaction. Like I was, <laughs> I was full on like down in it myself, and I'm like, I got no, I got no positivity to give here because I'm just, you yeah. know, I'm in a, I'm in a dark mood myself, so I can't, you know. This is all I've got. And this was in our, our group chat with he, he and I and our other brothers and a brother-in-law. And I was like, you know, whatever. And he messaged me directly. And he's like, he's like, hey, man, I, I get that you're frustrated, but can you can you calm down with the effing uh, uh, negativity? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I got defensive with him. I'm like, I, don't, I can't give you. I can't give you positivity that I don't have. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm looking for a silver lining myself and I got nothing. You know? right. So I can, but I'm like, if, if it, if it's going to, you know, 
if it's harder for you to to get you know the 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 um whatever the like splash damage from my uh, complaining, then I can, you know, I can keep it to myself. I was a little passive aggressive. Sure. And, uh, and, you know, that was the same day. And then after a day, day and a half, I was over here again this weekend, um, doing some other stuff, getting stuff crossed off the list. We're trying to, um, get the, the bedrooms, the three of the bedrooms are on the second floor and it's, I'll say it's close to being done. It's not really close, but um, we've got floors and walls. And if once we get doors up in here, then the bedrooms are functional as bedrooms. Cool. It's good. And there's a short list of things that we want to have done before Christmas so that we can use the second floor of the house as overflow housing for my family when right. they're here sure. for, for Christmas. And so we're like, okay, well, there's this problem, this problem, this problem, but we can push those off, focus on these couple things, and then we'll have doors and walls and lights and floors, and the rooms will be uh, able to be occupied. And then later, when we're, you know, when we're doing drywall mud again, we can go back and patch this, this, and this. When we're doing tile, again, we can chip this out and put a piece of tile in there so we don't have to cover that. We're like, we have a plan. We have yeah. whatever. And and I realized that over the course of that day, like Dad and I having that conversation, because this project is what he and I are, are doing together, um, and David was sending us pictures of he demoed out that tub and installed a new tub by himself, and I was like, I was like, yeah, that's cool. It's it's hard for me, and I don't think I'm this is anything special about me, but it's hard for me when I'm struggling and frustrated and disappointed with the results of stuff that I'm doing to then see somebody else, my sure. my younger brothers do something else and like everything looks great and I'm like, right. ah, yeah, like you're my yeah. brother and I love you and I'm 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 happy for you accomplishing this, but also kind of, you know, screw you. Yeah, right. 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 Um, sure, sure. But he he posted this stuff, and I was like, I was like, yeah, you know, some, sometimes so, so I was, without really being conscious of it, I was being more positive, like trying to be encouraging. Mm-hmm. And I realized at the end of the day, when I was kind of reflecting on the day and and different things that happened, I went, oh, that's true. If I don't, if I don't, it's a little bit of a. And I've I've heard this in various different places. It's sort of fake it till you make it, yeah, kind, no, kind of yeah. mentality. It's like people say that about confidence and imposter mm-hmm. syndrome and all that kind of stuff. It's like right. there really is some truth to if you're if you're in a negative frame of mind and you just are constantly expressing that, you just kind of stay there. You just kind of spiral in this yeah. negative frame of mind. Where it if will you, be negative, right? you you kind of you know pull out and and granted like to be fair that day when i was having a bad day and he was having a bad day and he was like hey can i'm like i can't i got nothing and then the -hmm. next day or it might have even been two days later i was like i was like yeah i don't have to like these problems are still here but we have a plan to fix them it's not it's not the end of the world it's we're gonna get to something that's at least 
satisfactory, like it's not ideal, but nothing is. And right. and now we can you know just just be a little lighter, like you, you became wor- more more positive. The right? world's the world's not going to end. Like, <laughs> That's right. Where it'll be okay. That way before, right? Yeah. It'll be okay and I was like I was like, "Oh, okay. I'm I got this, you know, <laughs> and that right. was, and that was, that was good. A little, little bit of, uh, that's definitely good times, right? That's definitely sure. good feelings and for sure. making th- bringing things around. Well, yep, that, that yep. means that, uh, I've already got a, a real, real estate agent lined up for you. I'm going to make sure that <laughs> you can contact her, Karen Pitkin. You can get her, her number. She's awesome. And I think we can have it on by March. We'll be set to go. So that's cool. That's cool. And then yeah. I'll, then I'll move back down to Bloomington. Yeah, that's and, right. In the fall, and we, we can, can finish out the the hundred posters, and we can watch them together. We, awesome. we can uh, we can buy an old theater and make our own yep. version of that uh, that one in Franklin that you went to. Oh yeah, the art craft. Yeah, and then, and we can wa- we can finish watching the the hundred poster because it'll take that many weeks before that to happen. That's true. It's true. That's more than, once once a week. That's two years for that poster. <laughs> that's right. So it'll take two years, and we can watch our last. And review our last one at our new movie theater that we'll open up. on a big screen, on a big screen with with, with beers that that are from your your brewery. Mm. <laughs> See, grand plans. It's all going to come together. Grand plans. Grand it all starts with with your plan. It's true. All right, man. I think we're good. Saving saving lives, keeping things going, making the world turn. I think I think I think we're good. We will wrap this up. Yeah. Well, friend, you've been listening to the front porch. This is episode 68. Special thanks, as always, to our good friends at Geek Scholars Movie News. Check them out. They talk all about movies, and they're concise and informative and great. Geek Scholars Movie News. If you like role-playing or Star Trek, RPGs or Star Trek, or ideally both, you can check out our other show, Klingons and Dragons. It's very funny, very crazy, and not safe for work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> If you have questions, comments, topic ideas, any of that good stuff, you can email us, frontporchpod at gmail.com. Or you can check out our website, frontporchpodcast.com. We've got contact forms, social media, all that good stuff. If you enjoy the show, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And while you're there, if you'd leave us a review, we appreciate that. It helps us out a lot. Thanks again for joining us. And until next time, I'm Dennis. I'm Michael for the front porch. Good night. See you next time.